Okay, so it says here, leader shares for two hours. <laughs> That's two minutes. <laughs> I'm Mike, I'm alcoholic. And, um, you know, uh, congratulations, Chip people and birthday people. Al, especially you, back there in the dark, very proud. Didn't know, had no idea. Um, you know, that's one of the things my sponsor, he, he, he did, my sponsor, my first sponsor did not give me a lot of direction, I gotta be honest. He did lead me through the steps, but he only told me really two things. One was, don't move in with her, <laughs> honest to God. And the other was, you know, when people come back, make sure you welcome them, because it's very difficult to come back. Yeah. And for some reason, I never forgot that. You know, his famous line was, uh, it don't matter, don't drink. Amen. And of course, when I got here, I was real cynical, I, I was like, but Ray, that's bad grammar. You know, it's like, you know. Um, but uh, it's such a big deal. My, uh, you know, I have 10 minutes to tell you, uh, you know, about the most important thing that ever changed my life, you know. So uh, I'm not gonna speak two hours though. I won't do that to you. But uh, we have a really good speaker tonight, Marcos. But um, yeah, so um, I'm not really afraid of the first drink, I gotta be honest with you. I know I shouldn't share that in an open meeting like this, but it's really true. What I'm afraid of, the book calls the mental twist before the first drink. Yeah. It mentions it many times throughout the book uh, in a couple of guys' stories in the book. Because when that took place, and the mental twist is like, for me was like, oh, I deserve this, I work hard. Or who's gonna know? Um, you know, if, if you were married to her, you'd drink too. You know, all those things that you've heard in meetings before. That's the mental twist. And because when the mental twist entered my mind, I knew that I was going to, uh, you know, I was going to get loaded. I just knew it. Um, now, of course, I don't frequent bars and, I, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I respect the disease. But um, I just could, you know, I was just the kind, of, I was just a party guy. I couldn't understand how something that was so pleasurable to me could cause so much pain to the people that cared for me. And uh, I was a blackout drinker, and uh, unfortunately, you know, for those of you who are blackout drinkers, uh, you do incredibly insane things, uh, and, uh, you know, come to, uh, you know, day later, whatever, and people are very pissed off at you, <laughs> and they hate you, and you really have no idea why. You know, you don't understand why. Because the evening started out, it was a party, it was a celebration. You know, I just had my, uh, I was figuring it out on the way over here, 33rd sober Thanksgiving. And that's, wow. you know, and I don't say that to get wows or yay, you know. That is just amazing to me, you know. Uh, the wine was flowing where I go. Uh, and, um, and I, you know, it's, I, I'm, the Al-Anon side of me watches how quickly people drink. You know, it's like, I, I, I haven't been able to shake that. But um, no desire to go there. Just no desire to go there. Um, I really feel like uh, my God has put a blanket over me, a protection. I'm bulletproof almost. Um, wow. And, you know, I, you know, maybe that's just, uh, the, you know, the boy whistling in the dark. I don't know, but, <laughs> but you know, it's true. Um, you know, and for me, this was, um, you know, I had married my high school sweetheart. Uh, and what I had tried to do toward the latter part of my drinking career was uh, I had become periodic. And the reason I had become periodic is because 
I wanted to be a husband. I wanted to be a father to my two kids. I wanted to be a good employee. I wanted to be a uh, civic-minded person, you know, a normal person that goes to the market and buys things and is pleasant to people. But my problem was I was either intoxicated or I was trying to get better. I was trying to feel better. And uh, there were a number of things in my life that should have been very, very special, and they just weren't. Um, you know, I, college graduation, marriage, birth of two children, buying my first home, all of those things should have been very special, and I was preoccupied. I was never really fully present. And, um, you know, uh, the book talks about episodes, so I'll touch on a couple of those. When I was 20, I crashed into a police car in Quaaludes and Alcohol. And, uh, you know, how was I supposed to know he's going to stop at the stop sign? You know, that's like, you know and my, my then high school sweetheart was with me. I was 20, though. We were out of high school then. And uh, she stashed the beer, but I was on Quaaludes, and I gave a breath test, and it didn't read right because I could barely stand up, and I gave him a blood test. And uh, bottom line is the district attorney rejected the case. I don't know why. And, uh, and I went to my first meeting and I didn't understand anything. I didn't under, you know, they started reading chapter five. Chapter five of what? You know, <laughs> chapter five, chapter three, you know, I had no idea what any of that was about. So that's why when I said, you know, that's how it works, and obviously that's how it works, but I had no idea. And the other thing is the alcohol was still working when I was 20. And so I went to that first meeting, district attorney rejected the case. I have, you know, I got 10 minutes. I eventually married my high school sweetheart. I can't begin to tell you what I dragged her through. Um, blackout drinker, you know, all of the above. And then we fast forward to my, uh, another 502 I got on the 210 freeway across from the Miller Brewery. And these are the highlights. And, um, you know, CHP officer comes up to the window and he says, hey, uh, you know, where are you going? And, you know, when I'm drinking, there aren't any rules. You know, I, there's nothing to encumber me. And I said, I'm going to the morgue. And that's not a response that you want to give a police officer on a dark hot, you know, it was dark back then, that 210 stretch right there was dark. And, um, you know, they took a step back and, you know, I tried to convince them I was a good guy and it's really hard to convince people you're a good person when you're drunk, <laughs> you know, it really is. And uh, so anyway, I got that, uh, that one stuck and, um, from that moment on, and I, there's a bunch of stuff I could tell you about, but from that moment on, I decided, I marked the calendar. I remember I marked the calendar. I said, I am never drinking again. And I didn't go to any meetings, although I was required to. And um, I stayed, uh, I want to call it dry. I won't call it sober. I, want, I stayed dry for a year on my own. And I got to tell you, that's when I learned about Alcoholics Anonymous because that was by far the worst year of my life. You know, you take away an alcoholic's medicine. I mean, that was my spirituality. That was how I functioned. That's how I, that was the social lubricant. That was, um, um, you know, uh, how I functioned, I guess. Um, and I wasn't an around the clock drinker. You know, like I told you, I was periodic. But that during that year, and here was the mental twist, my, my uh, brother-in-law said, hey, I got to go down to La Paz, Mexico. You want to go? And um, I, you know what, I, I didn't know it at the time, but from that moment on, I knew I was going down there to drink. And I just, we had just had our first son. 
and I crossed the border, got down halfway down the Baja Peninsula, and we were at like one of those white sandy beaches with a with a you know one of those straw hut bars or whatever. And here comes the mental twist: who is going to know, and what is this going to hurt? And that was the mental twist. And I told you about the mental twist. When that mental twist comes, it's like a tsunami. And uh, I, you know, spent entire week down there drunk, came home, pulled in the driveway. My wife took one look at me with a baby on her hip and knew immediately, didn't have to say a word, knew immediately what had happened. And so anyway, got sober eventually, um, became suicidal. Physically, I could have probably drank for a number of years. I believe that to be true. Uh, but mentally, uh, emotionally, and above all, spiritually, I was done. And um, went to my first meeting. And everybody I bumped into told me, you know, you got to go to the 615 attitude adjustment. And I said, no, I don't have to go to the attitude adjustment. <laughs> that was the meeting my dad started. And he was number one on my resentment list. And, uh, but long story short, because I have 10 minutes, it's probably got them two minutes now. Um, that's where I got sober. That's where I, I, I got a sponsor. My sponsor told me, um, I told you he didn't give me much direction, but he did tell me to call him every day. I called him every day. And um, he told me, he said, look, I want you to call me every day. I want you to tell me what, what happened during the day. And one of those days, I did not have a good report for him. And we we're on the phone. I remember I would just dreaded telling him what had happened that day. And I uh, said, you didn't drink, right? And I said, no, um, but I did this and this and this. And he said, uh, well, that's not very spiritual, but he told me these words, you're going to have to go where your character defects take you. And I started to realize that I was going to have to face the real me to be able to do this thing. And um, that's the great gift, I think, that that sobriety's given me is that despite all of my shortcomings, despite all of my character defects, despite the fact that I'm not a perfect person, I've been able to accept me and uh, try to have God uh, remove some of those things. But they crop up every once in a while. But I'm no longer, and you know, through inventorying the whole process, I'm no longer, uh, I'm no longer going throughout the day beating up myself. I'm going out throughout the day and I'm trying to see if I can make someone's day better. And they don't necessarily have to be in the program. Most of the people I bump into today are not in the program. Um, and uh, it's amazing. We, especially this day and age, you know, we're afraid of each other. You know, we're told constantly that uh, we hate each other. And I, I don't know about you, but the people I run into are pretty damn nice people most of the time. And it's amazing. Now, I don't know if some of that has to do with maybe my reflection on them. Maybe I'm more positive or I don't know. But all I got to tell you is 95% uh, of the people I run into are pretty decent folk. And so I'm no longer afraid of you. I'm no longer afraid of people. Um, I, I really, uh, I had this talk with somebody else the other day who's dreading the upcoming election. And I said, I really believe that most human beings are pretty decent people, um, really, to the core. You know, I think they're honest, hardworking people, most. So maybe I'm naive, but 
Uh, I want to tell you a little bit before I bring Marcos up here. So I go to that morning meeting, and uh, I, I came to the program really super cynical. I mean, if there were if there were uh, sober livings back then, I don't think I'd have ever gone to AA because I always I just figured everybody was working an angle because that's the way I lived. And uh, so I go to that morning meeting, and I I look in the back of the room. We were in the Al-Anon room then at the 502, and, um, and Dale remembers. <laughs> And I see uh, Marcos in the back, and he's got one of these neck braces, right? And I, the first thought that came to my mind is, oh, here's another alcoholic that doesn't want to work for a living. Right? <laughs> and we always laugh about that, but honest to God, that's the way I thought. I mean, I just had you pegged, you know? And then it turns out he became a, you know, a super good friend of mine. And it turns out that he's one of the hardest working guys I know. He works for Frito-Lay. He gets up at like 3 a.m. Um, he'll call me at like 7 a.m. He goes, no, I've been working four hours already. I'm like, what? <laughs> so uh, anyway, great guy. I've, I've, been, I've been wrong about people uh, more in AA than any other place, I think, really. Because um, I like to take inventory, but that's just me. But, but anyway, uh, without further ado, I want to uh, welcome Marcos up here and... Uh, and, and see if he could tell the truth for an hour. Hey, all right, Mike. Thank you. Hey, promises. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think, we think not. not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Now, after a moment of silence for the alcoholic that still suffers in and out of these rooms, and the innocent children caught in the crossfire, please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Whose Father? Our Father. Our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For lies the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Nick. Nice guy. You too. Awesome. Good job, guys. Way to go.